It's episode 103. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at with your host, Shane Chapman and Way Loren. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, yeah. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Wade, how are you doing this morning, man? Pretty good, buddy. I'm uh, a little tired, but but I'm feeling good. Good. Bryce? Good. You awake? I'm Halloween great. day, man. Okay, let's go. It is Halloween day today. Are you going to... Uh, nope. Good for you. I'm working. What are you doing? Bryce. Taking my kids out. My kids? kid. Are you? Did you get one another kid. one? No, it just happened. <laughs> yeah. I was borrow uh, a couple times. I picked just one up. Borrow. Yeah, I'm just going to go find them in the streets. Won't be hard. They'll be everywhere. You think? Mm-hmm. Are you... Uh, like, are you doing anything differently, or are you just heading out there no, tonight? I'm just and heading out there and seeing what lights are on. COVID candy. Right to the COVID door. COVID candy. What do you... Well, Everyone you wears should, masks anyway. You should try to document the most unique candy dispensing contraption oh, yeah. out there. Yeah, you could do That's that. part of the worldly news today. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> so skipped, topical. Skipped way ahead. <laughs> well, uh, maybe there'll be a different way to make the worldly news exciting. Maybe. Yeah, well, possibly. You never know. You never know what, we, what Bryce has got up his sleeve, so... Uh, I'd like to point out that you have a really nice mic this week for oh, thank our, you for our friend Alex Alex Warner. Warner. Yeah, lit me up on uh, Instagram chat. Except I don't the other like day. how my voice sounds on it though. <laughs> I like the other mic that had the voice that made the voice deeper. Um, yeah. So, anyways, Halloween. Are you doing anything for Halloween? Like, yes, I'm normally? hiding. I'm turning all of the lights out, and I'll be hiding. Right. You hate Halloween. That's not true. So JJ I, hates Halloween. Yeah, there you go. I really like Halloween, but it's been beaten out of me. <laughs> It's been beaten out of you. Yeah, you. Ri- so, what's your favorite part of Halloween? Not the fun. Yeah, that's not, not the fun. Definitely not fun. Uh, no fun allowed. I always like dressing up in costumes and like just handing out. Like I would get dressed up and hand out candy. Um, when we nice. When I don't I know if you noticed. First started handing out candy. I was like, I would buy hundreds oh. of dollars worth of candy. Shane's got a new shirt. Nope, I dressed up as Wade today. <laughs> <laughs> I always wear golf shirts. Can you tell? No, I couldn't tell. Mm. Although you both were equally late. Same time. All True three story. of us were here at the same time. What time did you get here? Oh, I was here yeah, 10 he minutes before you guys. He was waiting. We should get you a key. Yeah. Anyways, Halloween. So you're you're not taking the kids out? Well, that's not entirely true. Like, it's miserable out right now. Yeah, that wind last night winds stupid. last night. So anyway, uh, Everest down at the stadium. Oh, so yeah. $300 million stadium. Right, that we built. Yeah, and really nice stadium. It's really good. Uh, can't be used this year, so we're gonna go trick or treating in it. That's what they're doing at the stadium this year. They have a Everaz is putting on a I don't know. They have like thirty businesses that'll set up booths and hand out candy, and then kids can really? go walk through it. And it's at twelve thirty today. Wow, that is arguably the worst. This seems like a bad advertising idea. for an event in the city ever. I didn't hear about it. I haven't seen or heard a single thing. Right. The only reason I know is because my wife's sister works at Evraz and it's right. like an event they plan. Wow. And so she invited us. How to hard it. is this stuff to put onto Facebook or Instagram? Pretty I, tough. I mean, we do it. It's pretty, <laughs> pretty tough. Unbelievable. Uh, the thing that pisses me off the most about it is that they're only allowing one parent to go with the kid. Mm. That's their COVID rule. Mm. So you got axed. I got, I, I was yeah, pissed work. right from day one. I was like, that's, that is complete bullshit. Yeah. Like, why can't both parents go with the kids? It's dumb. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. So no, I, yeah, I get axed. So I don't get to go with my kid trick-or-treating today. I think that's complete crap. But Unless anyway, you want to go after work. There and is you the option of going after work, sure. Yeah. If 
Like, it's ridiculous outside. I mean, you're born in Saskatchewan. This is Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. It's I actually mean, probably a nicer Halloween than previous. Years. It's just the wind. If, yeah. the, if the wind wasn't there, I'd have no problem. But that wind yeah. howled all night. And if it's still howling tonight, I'm not going out. So, uh, Movember Regina just joined. Are you guys doing Movember this year? I have only ever once done Movember or maybe twice. Back in my Sass Tall days, I grew a dirty, <laughs> dirty, dirty stash. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's funny. I, um, I always have facial hair, but I hate mustaches. <laughs> I like, I've had, you can't, you can't just keep the top. The only time I've ever had a mustache top, that's not true. Drop. I've had a couple, <laughs> but the, the favorite mustache I ever had was I was working in a grocery store and they were unionized. And the rule was that you were not allowed to have facial hair below your, uh, upper b- below your upper lip. <laughs> and so I was arguing with my manager was like, why can't you just, why can't I have a full goatee or a full beard that's like well maintained? Yeah. Why isn't that the rule? And and he was or it was a she. She was like, nope. The rule is it has to be shaved, off, like can't be any lower than the top lip. And I was like, yeah, that's the most ridiculous rule. And so I like I fought, and they ended up sending me home. I was like not allowed to stay at work. Wow. So I went. I took two weeks off. <laughs> And I grew a beard, and the day I went back, I shaved right straight across from here, so my sideburns grew down <laughs> and then into my mustache and across. And it was like the, that I had that all tied together, and it was amazing. Straight down. And <laughs> the manager came and was just like, like that? "This is you should shave," because it was like now long and curly. Yeah. And I was like, "Nope, don't I'm growing to. it out as long as I can because I don't have to. These are your rules." Amazing. Yep. Anyways. So no, I'm not growing. No, you're not doing November. November. Sorry, guys. I'll donate to it if somebody like if somebody puts one up that I know, but I won't. The only time I have a mustache is when I go to shave, and I still find it funny after (laughs) six six thousand times to shave shave off, leave a mustache, and go say hi to my wife. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, honey. And then she looks, she's like, is it really doing it for you? <laughs> you, get, you get rid of just the middle part of your chin beard. Yeah. Right. Or I've done it. Bars. Or I've done it where I shave in a perfect line down my, shave one side of my face, leave the other <laughs> half, and then go talk to her for a bit, but intentionally show her the shave uh. side. Anyway, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, Boston Exterior Remodeling says they got six, six inches, inches of snow in Boston. Six inches. Holy man. smokers. We haven't got snow. Well, we got a little bit of snow at one point, but it's gone again. A little yep. dusting. It's Nothing. Gone. No snow right now. Just a, just a wicked wind last night. So yep. um, without further ado, right? I think is it time? It must be time. I'm bored of talking about Halloween in the snow. So if uh, Bryce is ready and uh, here we go, let's do this. You'll see a little I'm working on something very, very big. Very important. You're going to be very proud. It's the worldly news. There it is, the new... I don't even know what's going on. i got to watch the Instagram story here, too. Because Bryce has visuals to go along with this now. <laughs> so, the worldly news. What do we got, Bryce? That's really good. Okay, so... Hang on, let me get this set up now. Look at it. That's yep. This is a <laughs> this is a legit experience. Now you got to tune in to the Instagram live <laughs> to watch some of yeah. this stuff. Maybe you don't need to watch us talk for the last twenty minutes, but the first 10, 15 okay. is probably pretty good. The Instagram live is going to become the primary way of watching yeah. this podcast right? or listening to this podcast. Exactly. Okay, so our first news story today is a bungling burglar who left 
his name and address at the crime scene. <laughs> and then I robbed you, and here's Ow. my business card. Thanks. Uh, so he broke into someone's house, broke into their garage, uh, and stole a bunch of cleaning equipment, and then left his bag with a bunch of letters in it containing both his name and his address. Genius. It's perfect, right? <laughs> and First if of you all, could leave a five-star review for like how well I robbed you. <laughs> I, I really I, left like, the place like I found it. I didn't like, really break anything, but I just like I took some valuables, but I left some too. Like I feel like I was a pretty considerate yeah, robber. Exactly. <laughs> so he sold cleaning supplies? Yeah, Sorry, he that's stole a, a bunch of cleaning that's supplies. That's the funny part to me. <laughs> His wife's going to be super happy. Oh, Got gonna... the kitchen all cleaned up, honey, with Jeff's... Uh, Lysol wipes, actually, yeah. from down the street. Okay. You guys ready for number two? Yep. Yep. Are okay. you ready for number I'm two? I'm ready for number feel two. Like you're change me out. Well, I'm trying to set something else up. <laughs> You're busy. You need an assistant. I do. So change me out. Dogs and cats are vying to be the mayor of a California neighborhood. What does that mean? Well, I don't even know how to, what? They're having, know what to do They're now. having a block mayoral race with dogs and cats oh, and come on. because they hate the election in the United States right now. Okay. I like the reasoning. <laughs> I was I was like, I wonder if the voter turnout will be better. Probably. They're having the same <laughs> style of voting with like ranked voting and you pick either the cats or the dogs. There's like Betty the Persian and there's... Well, that's actually, that's fun. Our, I'm pretty tired of the, uh, the elections too. So we just had a provincial election. Mm-hmm. And we're about to have a civic election and the U.S. is in the middle of whatever's going on down there. Fire. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's just a lot. There's a lot of election coverage right now. Everywhere you drive, there's signs. So uh, one of the best taglines is a six-year-old pit bull running for mayor. Uh, Her name is Macy. And with the ballot slogan, keep Oakland rough. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I went from when you first said that I, I was like, "Come on, people, don't you have anything better to do?" And now I actually kind of wish that was in my neighborhood. It sounds pretty, pretty fun, actually. Yeah. So, okay, well, I vote for the pit bull. You vote for the pit bull. Yeah, it's a catchy line. Good sense of humor. Okay, number three. I have four today. Oh boy! New York man falls through Bronx sinkhole into pit of rats. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ugh. How was your day? (laughs) Oh, man. I feel like I heard that. So are you... You heard that? Last week, yeah. Oh. Look at it. He's got it. Um, Look at that. Oh, (laughs) he's putting stuff up on the screen and everything now? Yeah. What the hell's going on here? It doesn't show up on mine somehow. Paying this guy too much. Um, What Are you guys super freaked out about rats? I don't... Well, I... Rats are huge. They are huge. I don't like my house no, rats. I, I have mean, no like, personal experience with a rat. So I like to think that I'd play it cool. No chance I would. Are, are rats super aggressive though? Like you were, if you were to fall into a pit of rats, do the rats attack you or do they scatter? It probably depends how hungry they are. I don't know. In like if they start <laughs> chewing on you, then I'm like, yeah, okay, that's pretty scary. Some of the movies but. I've seen that people use rats to like... Eat people. Eat them. But they tie you up in a subway and then you do some bloodletting and then the rats come. Right. I don't, I don't know, know if you fell down into a pit if you'd be in trouble. Yeah, the movies I've seen, though, the rats are usually pretty old and wise and have taught a bunch of turtles how to right, run. Right, yeah, different. different uh, so rat. it depends on what you're watching, Wade. Yeah. I, <laughs> I personally <laughs> admire rats. Yeah. I think they're, they're noble. super really smart. The, 
I do not. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't have an issue with mice, so I'm not sure that I would have an issue with rats. Like I've seen muskrats and stuff. They don't bug me, but we don't really have much for rats here. I know that I've seen a dead rat out at the farm before and I was like, holy shit, a rat. There's a big, we have rats here. Yeah. So you don't see too many no. rats on here, but, um, but I, regardless, I wouldn't want to fall in a pit of them. That's right. But if you're paid, how much, how much for you to how jump much would in I a pit fall of rats? In a pit of rats? Was this fear factor? Are you Joe Rogan yes. now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah, he does pretty good with a podcast. Hey. I see where we're going. <laughs> We're going. We're doing not a bragging and shit, but Joe Rogan's <laughs> only got one podcast. We're doing you know a re- <laughs> we're doing a reverse Joe here. <laughs> we're gonna end up hosting Fear Factor. I am not gonna Google a reverse Joe. That, <laughs> boy, that sounds like that. Could I would probably I would do it for a thousand bucks, no problem. Thousand bucks, you jump in a pit yeah, of rats. I would jump in a pit of rats. Yeah. I go swimming. Seconds, <laughs> jump back out. You go swimming in a pit I'd of rats. Swim for in a pit bucks. of rats. My number's higher than that. No way. What's your number? I don't know. Add a zero. Yeah, maybe. It's not a thousand. It's not a thousand. Nope. Thousand bucks, I would do, I would do a thousand bucks too if it was just like jump in yeah, five jump seconds, in, pet some out. rats, get out. Yeah. <laughs> like, sure. So, nope. Halloween. Yep. It's not going to air till next week, so it's we're a little behind. But how are you guys giving out candy tonight? With my lights off. <laughs> Whoa. I almost had to cut. I almost had to just like, I almost knocked the camera over and pulled out all the cords. <laughs> I see. You flashed to a movie with mom. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I was like, holy smokes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, uh, I'm not. Better make sure we staff up Monday. Wait, it'll be in prison. <laughs> we down one person. Uh, I don't know that we are either. My wife kind of asked if we were going to. Our, see, our street has never had, up until this year, the other half of my street hasn't been developed. There's no houses there. So therefore, yeah. kids avoid it. They're like, ah, it's a ripoff street. There's only right. eight houses on the street. So we've never really had much for kids. This is the first year that it's like the street's 90% full. So I don't know what to expect, but um, we didn't rig up any sort of contraption, if that's what you're asking. Well, I, that's exactly what I'm asking. There's a Pennsylvania family that rigged up a Halloween candy catapult. And I got a video. Oh, the catapult? I, I guess you guys can't see it right now. Well, we There's can, a delay. My thing right. doesn't load very well. I got you, can, uh, you can play the video for the wonderful audience, but... Uh, Ready, yeah. oh. aim, trick Holy or treat. Trick or treat. Nothing's secret. Yeah. <laughs> so we thought like, we could uh, try and come up with a creative way to throw candy at kids. <laughs> <laughs> Safe. Yeah. So basically, they have a candy, candy catapult that shoots about... I don't know, three and a half, four feet. Okay. And they're shooting candy at kids. Well, that's one way to do it. I don't I, know. Like, I don't know that. How would you do it, Wade? I were, I for sure wouldn't put the effort and time into making one of those things. I'd be a like, potato you can take gun. The you take the- <laughs> now, now you're talking. <laughs> a potato gun and it's like, you're not allowed on my lawn. Exactly. You just like walk by the street, hold your, this could be fun. Hold your pail up. And then shoot into the... Uh, um, Precision Construction says, no rats, but rumor has it those Canadian beavers are intense. I would... I just saw a video of beaver the other day. Yeah, they squeak. Sure. Yeah, they sure do. I don't know... Like, I'm sure I probably have, but like seeing a beaver in the wild is pretty rare for me too. Yeah. I don't... Um, I don't get out much. I've seen more muskrats than I've seen beavers. Yep. Uh, that is the cute. <laughs> yeah, let's get off of this. <laughs> to move on to the topic of the day, are you done with your worldly news? I'm was done. That the four? We're done. That Good. was four. Okay. 
Did we ever um, answer that? People are just going to use pipes, it sounds like. Right? Well, they're going to slide them down chutes or whatever they're going to do. Everybody, Everybody's seen that. Okay. Uh, the topic today, very, uh, very relevant to our discussion that we're exiting here, the COVID stuff. Uh, we're just going to ask a bunch of questions and talk a lot about what we think is going to happen next year. Or let's just, like, not even what we think is going to happen. Let's just, like... How will COVID affect the 2021 season? Brainstorming session. I lost the internet. We we just got to like, oh, you like you lost the whole feed? It died. Like the, I, everything died. Amazing. So there's a whole lot of unknowns about what, like everybody in the industry right now is going to be like, what do you think is going to happen next year? And frick, who knows? Nobody has any idea. Who, who knows? Right? And we're all asking each other. And it's like, we're all trying to get some sort of lead on how we make decisions. Because now is the time to make decisions for next year. The bookings are starting to roll in. The new products are getting announced. All this stuff's starting to happen. Um, and everybody's wondering what sort of uh, data they can rely on to make their decisions this winter. Yeah. Some of them, like some of the things we look at are purchasing patterns, right? And so like how much lumber did we sell and how much gray decking did we sell and how much railing did we sell of what color? And it's like, okay. And what was that like related to last year and the year before? Yeah. But this, this whole year was a bit of an anomaly. Yeah. It seemed like super slow start and then bananas, banana land right in the middle. And then, okay. Now restate the topic. Are we back live? We're back live. Okay. God, Bryce. I'm sorry. I'm just. You you got a little bit too technical. I did. I I bit off more than I not enough bandwidth. No. In the internets up here, in the igloos. Uh, Are we live again though? Yeah, we're live. Yeah, yeah, we're live again. Whatever. I'm not. Scott's back. But anyway, that's all that matters. So to reiterate, because we lost the the internet here and the Instagram live, to reiterate for those fine people, we are going to talk today about how how we. just a discussion about how will COVID affect the 2021 20, season. We all know how things went this year with yeah. COVID. But back in March and April, nobody had any freaking idea how this thing was going to go. And so what we're going to talk about today is like speculation basically around how COVID might affect 2021. From the experts. Nope. <laughs> nope. Like, yeah. like in hindsight, we played that. If somebody was to look at me like, boy, you guys played that really smart. We're like, yeah, bullshit luck, right? Like we just like, we took a huge risk and it turned out, but that could have just as easily went really bad. Yeah. Um, mm. So we just got a number of questions here. We're going to go through and, and um, just talk about, these are not, this is not answers. Don't, don't base decisions off what we're talking about. And be like, well, you guys said, cause you got any we idea? don't know. You have, you have any clue? No. No. Me neither. First pandemic for me. You? I think I'm actually yeah, gonna I think that's Bryce? the first one I've been through. Yeah. I'm actually going to let Bryce do the booking this year. <laughs> like, I'm just rolling the dice. The I'm just picking just numbers. Yeah. yeah. So the first question we... Here's how much money you have. Don't spend more than this. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> first question we have jotted down here is more setting the context. Do you think that people are going to be traveling again next year? I know that... I know I will. Like if the if it opens up and we're allowed to start to travel again, I like I'll go. I don't have nearly but as many But do you concerns. think it will open up? I guess is more I think the question. I do think it will open, but I think a lot of people are still going to be uncomfortable with going. Like I have friends that still didn't send their kids back to school. They're just like they're not comfortable with that. Yeah. They're working from home, their kids aren't in school. Yeah. And they're just like So, and I have a really tough time with that because as far as like that's, that's their life, their decision. They do what they want, but 
like you and I, we haven't had any change at all. Like I would say that my work life is not any different this year than it was last year as far as like COVID rules. We have hand sanitizers and we have face masks in the store, but yep. we still operate at the same desks. We still sell the same products. We like, we do a little bit better job of staying back from people and we do a bit better job of wiping things down, but okay, we just have better hygiene, which is probably something we needed to do anyways, <laughs> right? You're telling me my wife's been on me for years. Uh, I would be curious to hear, not to dive into this hole too deep, but I would be curious to hear about the people who chose to keep their kids home from school this year in hindsight and and le- like legitimate opinion, not a politicized like, which, what do I think I should, what do I need to say because I made a decision back then and it was politically yep. driven and whatever else. Those people kept their kids home from school, I think, because they they thought that by kids going back to school that there was going to be some sort of mass outbreak in schools. And yeah, they, uh, from there hasn't been. There's been the odd school that's had a case or two here or there. Um, but for the l- most part, it's been pretty quiet. And of course, now in Saskatchewan, the numbers are climbing overall, but it's not driven out of the schools. It's like, it's still wet, a wedding happened or what, like whatever. Yeah. And so... I know in, in Regina, anyway, when the kids went back to school, the case counts were at zero there just before they went back to school. And people were like, you can't be sending the kids back to school. It's like, there's zero cases. If zero is not the number, what is the number? Yeah. Like, no, it doesn't mean that it's forever going to be zero, that it's not going to come back. It doesn't mean that there is actually zero. Like, there, I'm sure there's people out there that have it and they just haven't been tested. But obviously, it's not that bad to the ones that have it then or whatever. Yep. And so I, th- I feel like this whole go back to school thing has been fairly um, smooth here. I don't know about other markets. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. So like my kids back in school, he's been at Sheldon um, Williams Collegiate. There's not been any cases. It's been fairly, like it's been uneventful. You drop them off. They wear face masks all day and then he comes home like a normal school day and nothing's happening outside of the precautions they've been taking are different, but. And high school kids are arguably the dumbest kids. Sure. Yeah. I mean, hormones, they're all right. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, little kids aren't bad, right? You just no. put your mask on. Okay, yeah. you put their mask on. You can hold them back too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I so yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. I I don't think that we're going to. I don't think that we're going to see the borders open up. Not for the start of the season, anyway. I don't know that there's going to be a whole lot of people planning trips next year. Like maybe in within Canada again. Like so, I think just about half my Facebook news feed was in Banff this year. And yeah. So, and great. So let's travel and explore our own country. We then, really too, should. I, so next year, I think everybody should head east i don't know that like i don't know that newfoundland and pei want that but yeah but really like that's probably one of the most beautiful parts of our whole country is out on the east coast and nobody goes there so right anyways i i think it's great for our own economy to to do that to travel a little more east and west sure but so anyways that's what i think like just just to set the the pre the the context or the pretext to this to the rest of these questions here i don't think people are going to be traveling again next year. This whole like border ban has been pushed back month by month, every month. And the numbers are only climbing right now yeah. quite a bit. And so that's not opening in the horizon. My like, argument would future. be that even if it does open, people are not going to be comfortable with it because yeah. schools opened and there was a lot of people that weren't comfortable with that either. Yeah. So, so I think it's going to be status quo as far as travel goes, people are going to be home again. So then that leads to the next questions. The reason that we had a bit of a boom this year was because people were home. They weren't traveling, weren't spending money. They were like, hey, we're home. We should put some money into our house. We're here anyway. Maybe they have a DIY project to do, or maybe it's just like, we're not spending money on that trip to Romania. So we'll 
we'll we'll build a deck or we'll build a screen room or we'll renovate the kitchen or whatever that was happening. So now if people are home again next year and not traveling a bunch, do you think that's going to continue to happen? Or the question we should tackle right this at this moment, do you think the season next year is going to slow down? <laughs> this is a really, 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 really tough one. So let's talk about think think, like, why would it slow down? What are the reasons for it slowing down if that were to happen? Because the people that were going to do it in the next few years already did this year. Right. And so it was like, yeah, you know what? In 2022, I'm going to do that deck. Yeah. It's a little bit worn out, but I can get a few more years out of it. Yeah. And then, and then now you have time. And it's like, oh, okay, well, let's move that ahead. Argument could be made that there was people that are, you know, five to seven years out and they're going to move that they're going to move that ahead. So yeah, that could just keep happening. Right. <sighs> that's, that's one theory within the industry. Then the calls that I've been on is that some people are saying like, I think there's going to be a lull next year because a lot of people that were, they would have built next year did it this year because they had time and they weren't going around. They had extra money. So they pulled their projects forward. That's right. why we had the boost this year. The other, the other like side to that is that people were, they were like scared to do anything. So they just waited. They just like, they're like, I'm not going to build a deck this year. I'm going to wait and see what happens. And then now they know that it's pitted in <clears throat> right now. They know that COVID's pitted in and they're like, okay, yep. well this year we're going to, I took the first year off cause I was scared to go out and get lumber. And I was scared to be part of that world. Now I know what happens. I also see that everybody, still lives and makes it through it. I'm not getting on a plane. I delayed a year. I agree. There'll be some of that happening. Yeah. I, th- I think the, I think the only two reasons just, just to fear that the reasons the season's going to slow down is, is that they already did their project. Let's hear theory. They already did their project or the second possibility that we COVID really like lays down a wicked third wave or second wave and, and things lock down completely again, mm-hmm. like March and April were, but for a longer period of time or something. Those are the only two ways that the season is slower but even at lockdown like we were still like we were still moving product in lockdown we were lumber yards were still like home depot was still open yeah lumber yards were still open well we sure weren't in like march april but was that i think that was that wasn't because of covid that wasn't covid well some of it probably it was probably a bit of both Cause usually it was probably 70 percent weather yeah usually in march april we're doing planning and so people weren't interested to come in and mm-hmm. look at designs and they didn't want to talk about stuff in person, but yep. that'll happen this year. There was obviously some shock factor that ne- people needed to get through and mentally yep. process in March and April too. We all did before things got normal. And it's not going to be like that next year. It, it's like, it's so normalized now. Like I never thought I'd see the day that people would be walking around here wearing face masks everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's an Asian thing. They're overpopulated. Disease spreads easier there that they're accustomed to that. We're not, that's, that won't ever happen here. Yeah. And, and it, it turns does. out people are just <laughs> like, like, if the government says they just follow along, well, like, you'd yeah, ra- now we do this. People would rather go out than not too. Right? Yes. So that's become like, we we're also accustomed to this now that that is happening. People are wearing face masks everywhere they go. So there's some comments here. Uh, decorators, Nick says, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> I de- like that one. Depends on Tuesday. I'm assuming he means the U S election. Tuesday? Is that what he's talking about? That would be Tuesday, yeah. Is the is That's it on the Tuesday? Third, yeah. So November third is the the American election. Okay. So he thinks the whole COVID situation rides on Trump. Trump gets in, no COVID. Biden gets in, COVID goes again. 
You heard it here first. You heard it here. No, first. I think it's the opposite. Yeah, I think most people. Those are people are the saying opposite. that the COVID is overblown by the Democrats because they're trying to sewer the Republicans in an office. So if the Republicans are back in, then the Democrats will continue to hammer on how much they're like Trump's blowing this whole thing and right, he's causing danger. And if Biden gets in, then it'll be like. He saved the world. Right. Yeah. They'll, COVID's they'll, gone. They'll right. switch to downplaying it because they want him to be the savior right. that comes in and fixes everything. Gotcha. So all of a sudden, COVID will kind of quietly just kind of... That's the theory, right? Right. Gotcha. Um, TC Deck says no, and Karen Q says nope. DIYs will, DIYs will continue to happen. So they're both saying there's no chance that it's going to slow down next year. TC Dex actually says he's doubled the stocks in Trex and Timber Tech. Um, and Karen says, good for you. These two are having a, having a fair old time in the, in the chat here. Um, so yeah, the, oh, and he also has money set aside for the ultimate deck shop IPO as well. So <laughs> that's a good one. let's get on that. What do we yeah. do in the winter? We, we, we like prepare. prep our IPO. <laughs> um, okay. So let's get on to the next question, which is, what are some reasons that it may just stay steady? Do you think that it's going to maintain? Because these are the three options when you're booking product. It's like, is it going to slow down? Is it going to stay about the same? Or is it going to boost again? Uh, this is where I'm sounds throwing like, my eggs. Sounds like lots of people are saying it's going to go up again, right? Yeah. Boost again. I'm As far as planning goes, I hope it boosts again. And like, I'm going to set my revenue targets for a boost. Mm-hmm. But as far as ordering product, when push comes to shove and I got to bet money on it... <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to say it's going to stay about the same. And I think that Which it'll is okay, be dispersed differently throughout the months. You know what I mean? I don't think it'll be dead in April, as dead in April as it was this year. And I don't think it'll be as spiked as high in July as it was this year. I think it'll probably like be more, a little bit more balanced. Mm-hmm. Is, um, it, is that because um, since people are more comfortable with it, we're going to have more planning happening and preparing for the fact that no one's going anywhere? Yeah. It, like... It was a double whammy this spring because of the weather too. But mm-hmm. I do think that people just went into shell shock a little bit when this whole thing happened and everybody got, everybody pulled back and just was like, well, let's wait this out and see. So I think there's, I think even if it was nice early in April, we probably wouldn't have seen a bunch of people running down to the store. Hell, you didn't even know if you were allowed to at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause th- when we did get phone calls, people were calling saying, are you even open? Are you yeah. open? Am I allowed to come there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but. I'm here. I I was kind of hoping you would. (laughs) So in short of a second massive, like huge wave and lockdown, I don't think that like people are normalized to it now. Mm -hmm. Next year, it'll just be like, well, I'm building a deck this year. It won't like the COVID thing won't even be on their minds. It'll be on their minds, but it won't be be affecting their purchasing decisions anymore. Right. It's like, we're doing a deck this year. Yeah. There's a pandemic. It's been here for a year, whatever. Like Mm -hmm. that's why I'm building a deck. Yeah. So I think true. Building a pandemic deck. Yeah. Pandemic. Right. Um, and so I think, I think I'm going to plan for it to just be like similar to this year, a good solid year, but just a little bit more steady, a little bit more even Mm. across the board as opposed to the spikes and dips we had this year. So yeah, I think that's probably fair. I, I think it would best case scenario is it's level with this year and this year was a bit of a spike over other years would be my guess so quigley cable rail says on the deck side of my business and then the comment scrolled out of the way because somebody else commented i'm already booked into mid-june my customers are telling me travel is not a guarantee and to be prepared to have a nice yard and relax and entertain friends yeah yeah i think anybody who missed out this year is really kicking themselves (laughs) if they don't have a nice yard Maybe, right? Because yeah, yeah. 
And so let's get to the next question then. Do we think that this is going to grow? Do we think that next year is going to be even busier than the surge that we had this year? And I think there's a lot of reasons we could say that's probably going to happen too. Right? And that's that's part, yeah. of, part of it. Like maybe a lot of people, because we thought at the start of this year that nobody was expecting this big boom back in March or April. We were scared nobody was going to have money to do a deck at all. Period. We Like that's a conversation we were having with our peers is like, dude, people are laid off. They're home. They're not working. They're not making money. Like nobody's going to be buying anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like, then that, that wasn't the case. Um, so now next year, hopefully people are kind of back to work a bit. They've figured out some sort of back to work plan, whether they're working from home, whatever the Mm -hmm. revenue is coming back in. They, if they didn't build one this year, didn't fix up their yard this year because they thought like, Oh, this will be gone in a couple months because that was the attitude at the start of this thing too. Right. It was like, we just need to lock down for a couple weeks, flatten the curve. We'll be out of this thing in a few months. Yeah. It's here for the long haul. Now it's here forever. Yeah. What was it? Somebody was talking about this in the store the other day that like pandemics are usually a five year cycle, right? Yeah. Like if you look at the Spanish flu, it was kind of like, it was a thing for like five years. Yeah. Well, it's, it's hard to get that out of your brain, right? Like just from like a social perspective. Yeah. Like psychology wise, right? Absolutely. Psychology major. Yep. Right. I got that right. Yeah. 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 No, it like you're absolutely it's right. It's trauma, right? It's it's affecting. I think everybody. that's why people are not sending their kids back to school. They're like they're scared of it. It's mm-hmm. like we don't need to be scared of it. It's like it's the flu. It's like a really bad flu. But anyways, that's yeah. like people have they feared it, and so you don't just turn that off. You don't just like you don't be afraid of something, and then <laughs> somebody comes onto the news and is like, okay, we're good now. Everything's like, back to normal. Good, we're good then. Away <laughs> we go. Yeah, that doesn't happen. So decorators, Nick, Nick says, just got back from Texas and they are all, they are all looking very positive for 2021. We looked, we looked in probably booked in seven new stocking dealers already. So, wow. Uh, probably because of yeah. our podcast, right? Episode like, 100. That's right. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> You're what? Where's our kickback decorators? Check. <laughs> so yeah, like Quigley's booked. Uh, we have some contractors locally that are booked that are booked up for the spring. They already nice. have some some projects on the go. So I Precision Two says should be normalized. Lots of guys are like Quigley have already booked most of their season. Yeah. So some FOMO. New going England on. Deck Pro yeah. says all the people who watch their neighbors get a deck this year <laughs> will want one next year. Yeah. So there it is, right? Um. Yeah. So I like. I think there's. I think that's. I think that's probably the most likely scenario is that we could continue to see an increase in numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that things being kind of steady is also a, like a safe way to play this game. And I, I don't, I just don't think that it's going to slow down. I don't think that it's going to, I don't think there are so many people that pulled projects forward that you're going to see this big dip. Cause I think it's still going to be happening. Mm-hmm. Maybe the dip is somewhere, but it's five years down the road. Right. It's pretty hard to pull a project forward if it's super big too. Right. Yeah, I mean, you're you either have the money or you don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and like booking in the, August isn't helping you. Yeah, yeah, right. But there's also things like, like maybe the deck doesn't need repaired, right? Like some people have a deck that has ten years left in it. They're still probably going to yeah. keep that. You know what yeah. I mean? They might do landscaping instead, or they might do a fence. But anyway, and I don't like know. who knows? I I don't have these numbers. We don't have. Like maybe we could dig up we this data if we tried, most things. but we don't have this data pulled to say like, was the average project size bigger this year? Were people doing fancier decks or bigger decks oh, yeah, because they wanted, 
they knew they'd be spending more time in the backyard. So no longer is it okay just to have a small deck table and chairs and a barbecue. Now we want like some more usable space cause we're going to be spending more time out there. Like did that happen? Maybe that expendable vacation cash. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, the boost could come in that form too. Maybe it's yep. not busier, but people spend more mm-hmm. or they do the composite now because this is like, no, no, this I'm going to really start spending money in my backyard. Now it's not, not just a kind of like a, thing that's out there out my back door that the dog runs across to go pee i'm gonna actually have to spend some time out there so i'm yeah. gonna do lights and i'm gonna do composite now because yeah. mm-hmm. so anyway there's that too uh, a few more comments here karen coos says we can't get tech su- deck supplies here in new jersey i have a 25 by 25 deck that needs some serious repair so anyways it sounds like we're gonna be shipping some deck supplies to karen that's fine <laughs> that's fine i've sorted that out yeah um, okay, so next question is, what will the lumber prices do? Because this was one of the biggest effects of Ooh. COVID year this year was what lumber did. Very topical. What do you think that lumber and like... <laughs> would? So we know what lumber is yeah, doing. I was like, Am I, uh, can I talk about this? <laughs> I probably Trees should. grow, right? Is that how that works? Yes. Yeah. Depends. And then what happens to them? And then we cut them. Um what, yeah. do you, what do you think lumber prices are going to do next year? So this is still future telling. We know what lumber is doing now. It's dropping again. Lumber will be less than it is now, but I I think it will be more than it was in 2020. Mm. Like I think it's going to go- At the start of 2020. Yeah. You mean? Yes. Because in 2020 start, it changed a bunch. Correct. It went up 40 some percent, I think. So from the start of 2020, I think it'll be up like- 25 or 30%. It'll be 25 or 30% higher than mid-season last year. Right. End of the season was brutal. There was people that were paying, like in Canada, a sheet of OSB was $9. They were selling it for 30-some dollars for a right. sheet of OSB. Yeah. I believe that that will settle in around the like 20 $21 mark. Right. And so same with the rest of the lumber. It's going to be low right now because the demand has died off in Canada mm-hmm. for the supply. But next spring, it's gonna it'll fire up again, and I believe that the lumber prices will be twenty percent higher than the start of twenty twenty. That's my guess, and it is a wild ass guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there a song about that? Yeah, no, that's what right. I was thinking. <laughs> uh, got some got some wag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. a wag. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, we. Everybody was wondering for a while if lumber would come back down, if it would drop. Sounds like it's coming back down right now, but that's also going into um, what would normally be an off-season, although we're hearing in the States it's nothing's really slowed down yet. Well, their season's a little longer, right? Yeah. The They'll, further go south until, yet, yeah. They'll go until the end of November. So, But what it's doing now doesn't mean that's what it's like. If, any, if this year was a lesson... <laughs> just because what it's doing right now doesn't mean what it's going to be doing in three months from yeah, now. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, right yes, now. it's dropping back off now into the winter season. Um, however, that doesn't change the fact that the supply of the lumber through the chain was completely eradicated this year. So our buying group, we found out last week, the numbers were like, it was over 40% higher on lumber purchases this year in our buying group. And so, so you guys were buying more. Forty that that? The yeah, our whole the like, 300 whole stores that are in our group bought 40% more lumber than they did in 2019. Even at the higher prices. Doesn't matter what the price was. Didn't matter. They were buying lumber. Wow. And so the problem with that, like this is why things, I mean, we all probably speculate as to why lumber prices went up and it, it, you know, it started back in COVID times when everybody got locked down and shut down yep. because it, like we, it wasn't just the end 
dealer that was worried about what was going to happen. It was a whole chain. Like mm-hmm. if the mill doesn't know if the treater is going to buy lumber because the treater doesn't know if the dealer is going to buy lumber because the dealer doesn't know if the customer is going to buy lumber. So it just like trickles all the way to the top and all mm-hmm. of a sudden they get locked down. They're not allowed to work. They're not allowed to, you know, or they're working in limited hours or limited staff. The, you know, the loggers aren't cutting the trees down and the mill's not milling it. The tree is not treating it. It's just not cycling through. Yep. Then, then all of a sudden overnight, literally at the end of April, just boom on season. Let's go. Yeah. And everybody was standing around worrying about what was going to happen. And so for example, some of the distributors we talked to, they say they keep like whatever the number is, 15, 20, 30% of their annual volume on the ground, just sitting in stock all the time. And that was eradicated immediately. Mm-hmm. Their, their yards were empty. Gone. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so then the dealers are like, oh shit. Did, all of a sudden we're like, we went yeah. from zero to a hundred here. Order lumber, order lumber, order lumber. And the distributor's like, shit, okay, put in order, put in order, put in order. And the treaters going, I don't have any lumber to give you. Mill, right. I need some lumber. I need some lumber. Loggers, cut some, and it's like, it just, the backlog started immediately. Yeah. And then, and then 40% higher is whatever he did. Right. So, so we I, did, it didn't stand a chance. I also think that there was probably some stuff put in place at the start of the year to deal with COVID. So the mills and the treaters and all those people, like they reduced staff and they mm-hmm. laid people off. And so they didn't have the capacity to actually make, they, even if they would have had all of their employees, they would have had a hard time keeping up with the demand. Oh, okay. That's the thing, right? Didn't and matter. then, even if it was, yeah. even if it was a normal season, they were screwed. <laughs> manufacturing wise, they right. would have had a hard time keeping up. But they changed how they manufactured because they reduced so many people. They reduced the entire supply chain. Right. And so, what I think is now we've had a year of this, and so they can just like people will wear masks. We've now operated through a season with a 40% increase and trying to figure out how to make that happen. So they're, they, they're like COVID prepared now. Mm-hmm. So in the spring, when they're really ramping up and they're really starting to produce a bunch of treated lumber, the, the supply chain should still be able to make product now because they've done, they've gone a year of making product in COVID. So they know it's going to go up. They have to restock their coffers. I, like I think the mills are going to run full capacity all winter so that they can get that 20% back on the ground. But I think their new number might be 30 or 40 on the ground is what right. they're going to be trying to do. Yep. And well, they're the worried they that, can't get there too. What's the worst that happens? It ends up sitting there for a year. That's not that bad. Like what they're, what they're worried about now is that they still have nothing on the ground right now. They're still backfilling orders. Like we still, we're still old lumber and it's November. You guys don't want it anymore. <laughs> nah, I don't know because we bought it when the price was low, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. Like from a from a inventory perspective, no, we don't really want it anymore. But we've been told they're going to get that cleared up at the end of November, and that's all great and fine. But the treaters are also saying like, okay, so we're hoping that by the end of this season that we can catch up to what we had for back orders at least, but we're probably not going to get a chance to put lumber back on the ground in our facilities because once you get too far into winter, they can't treat frotas and lumber. Oh, and so as soon as the temperatures drop too much, they can still cut it down and get it ready. Like they can, maybe they can still stockpile it out of the mills, but the treaters can't do anything with it again until wow. it comes in. Because as they said, like you guys on our call last week, they were like, you, I'm sure you guys all saw some lumber show up this year that wasn't treated properly because it was treated when it was frozen. And he's like, so he's like, now we're fighting with that too. We we're just barely going to catch up before it, the freeze sets in and can't treat anymore. And then 
we will have no chance to actually like restock our own yards. It's just yeah. gonna be like product's gonna start rolling out in the spring again to fulfill the orders that you have. We've only got the capacity to do X number of million of feet and that's already been ordered. Yeah. Like you guys have already ordered all of that. So we're already at our capacity. So we're gonna be like we're gonna be limiting Shit. how much you order. And then they <laughs> and so and you can't just like you can't just put up another treatment plant. Like no. these are multi billion dollar facilities, right. right? It's not just some guy painting million painting in wood a bathtub. <laughs> in a bathtub. I, can do, <laughs> I can do shorts in my bathtub. I can do five foot pieces. We yeah. set up it's a bunch like, of kiddie pools outside. Everybody's tied <laughs> a, a shirt, right? Yeah. And it's like it's like that, but with trees. Yeah. So we have a lot of good comments. I okay. recommend we get into a few. We'll of get them. through some of these. Precision construction says if COVID restrictions stay in place, lumber treaters, manufacturers, etc., are still going to be unable to keep up again. Yeah. So he's right. They might get closer to caught up and then the season starts and yeah. they fall behind again. Uh, perfect uh, view. Deck Simon says 100% staying higher. The prices I think he means because people are still paying and supply is still shit. New England deck pros says a lot of people are calling now getting ready, getting a lot of people are calling now, getting ready now, knowing hard. <laughs> no, knowing, knowing how oh, hard. Knowing how hard. Knowing how hard it was to get contractors this year. So I was I was gonna ask, is that gonna be something that's gonna help the lumber if people are like pre booking their decks for next year? Like if contractors no, are coming in and you're you're planning your order and you order and so they kinda have at least an idea there of where is, the season's no, gonna go. Like there is there is no amount of people that are going to walk through our doors in the next month that will impact how much lumber we're going to buy. Oh, okay. Like there's no so, way you're going to get like a thousand people walking and be like, we're doing decks next year to affect right. what we're, we were already planning on right. ordering. Yeah. Cause I think we do our, we make our decisions based on the previous years and then what we project for this year. And it doesn't matter to me if it doesn't matter to me if new England deck pros is buying it or if perfect view Simon's buying it. I just know that somebody's going to buy it. Mm -hmm. Right. And so yeah. If we have a contractor walk in and tell us, I got 10 projects on the go. It's like, well, I, I already kind of figured you would because you right. did 10 yeah. the year before. He right? just didn't like, he would have come in in April anyway. Kind of thing, right? Yeah. So I don't think that's what were you pointing at? Anything, but you pointed at something. I was going to, I wanted to pull up a video and I was going to use your phone so I could still watch comments, but I'll do it after. Um, we have the power. Okay. I, I was going to say, maybe I could just tell, <laughs> right, tell Bryce. You could text go to, it. Go to text TikTok. It. Okay. okay. Text it to me. Go to TikTok and look up See, I, just, I, don't, I don't know what it's called. Oh, this is why. Oh, okay. I don't know how you're going to find it. It's like the naming of a saw. The if name? you can find a guy oh, that yeah. finds like yeah, yeah. saw. Because then saw was, sawing. Okay. Anyway, it's a, yeah, saw. quickly Cable Rail says, lumber is a commodity like gas. It peaks when there's a shortage. And when it drops, it rarely comes down to its origin price unless there's a glut in the market. Which might happen this winter, right? We might end up getting like some stuff stocked back up. I, like it'll come down. It's coming down right now. Like lumber's low right now. Yeah. So we know it's already like it's happening up at the yeah at here the high go. end. It just hasn't filtered down yet. Boston exteriors. Our supplier in Boston bought really high, and then next week it came down. Now the yards around them bought lower. <laughs> they are stuck with lumber that's twenty five percent higher than everyone else. Right? So there it is. That's the risk. That is a that's awful. And so what do you do? Like we we could end up in that situation. What do you do? Like we would, my vote would be like, okay, well let's just sell it at cost. Like I can't. Well, I think, yeah. We can't I be 25% higher than everybody else. Yeah. And I then, think the program, the way, like, so so the distributors are changing their programs this year to try to account for this fact because they knew that nobody's going to buy lumber, like book in a million dollars of the lumber at the prices to 
what they were nope. three weeks ago. Not a right? chance. It's like, it's higher than it's ever been. Can you commit to buying three weeks, uh, a year's worth of lumber next year right now? <laughs> uh, no. At I what? would rather take yeah. the chance that it goes up a little bit more versus and not it be coming committed. down. Yeah. And not, yeah, not be committed to it. So nobody was going to do that. So therefore they put in all these programs and these whatever to try to get people to to put their orders in. Otherwise we were going to be in the same situation because yeah. the orders wouldn't have gone in and the mills wouldn't have like, then you're back to square one before yeah. the yeah. season even starts. Yeah. So these programs have changed. And so this guy that bought, um, high and it dropped, that's, sh- that's shitty, but it's the game, right? It's like, that's what it is. That's what it's like when you trade stock. That same guy <laughs> made bank when he bought low and the prices went way up, assuming he changed his price. Like yeah. However, his pricing strategy is whether it's to adjust when the price changes or adjust when inventory runs out. It works on both sides. Yep. At some point, there's a win. If you can yep. find it and text it to me, I'll be able to get it out faster. Okay. Um, Perfect View Deck Simon says never been booked this far in advance. Pool companies around here are fully booked for 2021. All those backyards will need decks and landscaping. That's a great point. Yep. Uh, what else do we have for comments here? Um, Precision Construction says, I'll just keep converting guys to steel and get that lumber demand down. <laughs> I was going to say, really is, though. Sure. you don't need to treat steel. He's got Eric. <laughs> He's got Eric on. Did you see that? Uh, yeah, there's been a few guys that have jumped on now since that podcast. So that's good. Okay, so... Uh, speaking of which, it Sorry. sounds like, was this something that we can, t- uh, yeah, because by the time this podcast goes live, Next week. it's posted, it'll be old news anyway, that uh, Trex Elevations <gasps> is like going away. I really should have had a bump, bump, bump prepared for that. Bump, bump, bump. So steel game's increasing, but for whatever reason, Trex is uh, dropping their elevations line. So... It went under an email, I, so I don't you know think what? it's they super were, like, pr- proprietary information. I don't feel like they were killing it with that anyways. Why, so. why do you think they're getting rid of it? With, a ch- with like steel trending up? Is it just too is hard to manufacture? Is steel trending up or is it just like I mean, we 14 think of us <laughs> on a podcast that think it's trending up? You know what I mean? I think it probably is. I think it's, I don't know. I think it's probably a result of like, likely it wasn't performing too, not performing, likely it wasn't too, selling too well, mm-hmm. likely. And... Like of the guys that are popping up and doing steel, what are they doing? Well, they're doing Fortress or they're doing like Bailey Metals that are doing just some sort of light gauge steel option. They're not going for the the Trex branded stuff as much. Right. So they're, maybe they're even, the market's growing yet they're losing in the market maybe. Mm. So they're just kind of, or maybe they have something else coming. That's the other option too. Right. I know in the email they sent out, there was like, here's the replacement products coming up and there wasn't one for elevations, but that doesn't mean there won't be. Yeah. Maybe it's not ready to announce it. They could, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised if they didn't have something else coming up. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if a company like Trex would, wouldn't go to like aluminum or something. Right. You know what oh, I mean? Like yeah. they're not scared of a premium price point. Just and change the game. Maybe. Heavy gauged aluminum. Who's got that? Dexpan, right? That was a heavy gauge aluminum. Yes. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised to see them go down that path maybe. Who knows? That was a nice system. I'm still looking for the You're video. You're still looking. Precision you- Construction says the guys at Fortress will... Will vary steel going up, Bailey, too. Verify. Oh, steel prices also going up, they're saying. So, um, yeah. So, lumber prices, I, like, very volatile. I, I think, yeah, I'm going to try to. I think that likely what's going to happen is that the, the season will likely start a little bit lower than what it did, than what it ended at this year. Yeah. To your point, it'll go back down a bit. And yeah. then as the year goes on, I think we're just going to see it climb again. It may not be as drastic because we might have a handle a little bit better on things next year, but it depends what the year does. If it's going to be as busy as people are saying it's going to 
Like if it grows 40% again, yep. then it's going to happen again. Yep. So yeah, get in. Uh, the next question is, will there be shortages? And I think this question is from like from not just lumber, but anything. So we experienced shortages, not only with lumber this year, but we also experienced it with just what every major decking brand, we experienced it with fasteners and hardware from everybody. Yep. Like ev- literally everybody had shortages this year. Yep. And the reasoning may have been different. The reasoning sometimes was because they couldn't make it fast enough. The reasoning sometimes is in, in some cases their their factories were converted to ventilator. And in the yeah. case of Toyo Good, their whole their their manufacturer's whole plant was converted into a, a ventilator manufacturing facility instead. Yep. So they couldn't they weren't even allowed to make product. Um, it could have been because logistically they couldn't get it out of Asian markets where it's manufactured because of logistics. Yep. Like there's a whole wide reason as to why supply was short this year. Do we think yep. that that's going to continue to happen this year or next year? Sorry. It was very frustrating yeah. trying to manage selling materials and now having back orders on everything. Like if we, if we've decided that everything else is going to be as it was this year, mm-hmm. we're going to sell lots of product and people are still going to be building and COVID is still going to exist. It's, that, yeah, we're going to have supply issues. We're going to have all kinds of supply issues because it won't, like, it's not going to, it won't be manufactured as fast as it needs to be and it certainly won't be shipped the way it needs to be. And so uh, trying to catch up with a backlog is part of it. And then also dealing with the new, like, dealing with the new demand, new increase. He texted to me. Yeah, I don't know that we're going to have... I sure hope that it's smoother than it was this year. And I I know that some people are saying that they expect it will be. Like The argument could be made that it might be smoother because we have now done it. Maybe. We've been through the experience. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think we're. I don't think we're out of the clear on this. I think that if if it's going to be as busy as everybody's saying it's going to be, then there's going to be some issues with getting product again. That's just the way it is. Like, there's so much uncertainty that nobody's going to ramp up and just sit on a bunch of inventory right now, in the event that maybe it happens. So every, like us, right? And then we're not. Everybody's saying like, oh, it's going to be really busy next year. Yeah, that's great, but I'm not going to book forty percent more material. Nope. Just in case, like I'm I not, can't yeah. afford to not do to do that, right? But I wonder if that's different. So. We had some issues with Simpson. Yep. I don't think Simpson's in a similar purchasing position as us. You know what I mean? Simpson's strong tie. They can afford to put some more material in the guys. <laughs> yeah. Right. They can have, like, they're not as cash flow dependent probably as a smaller operation. Right. right. So, yeah. So hopefully that th- that smooths out because it was a struggle <clears throat> this year, obviously from everybody um, in every market getting product. Shortages. Yeah, and some of it was product related. Some of it was shipping related. Right? There's like, some things we still haven't gotten from Simpson this year. Yep. <laughs> like we ordered, like BCS two four Zs, like the little po- the we got post some beam last connectors. Week, but yeah, we we never got them for the whole year ever. Yep. <laughs> like it was just like it was a skew that they just weren't making. Yeah. So that's an interesting way to go about uh, trying to run a business when you it's a pretty key component to a lot of our builds. Um. Next question, will logistics continue to struggle? So this year, part of the reason people couldn't get stuff to you, there were shortages because it wasn't because they didn't have the product. It was because they couldn't get it to you because the trucking industry was overwhelmed and expensive 
because they were also in high demand, right? So they were able to charge whatever they wanted. Yep. And so we felt that all the time. It was like some of our some of our distributors that we had agreements with at the start of the year to say like, you're going to ship this much and at this dollar amount, it'll ship for free or it's a fixed rate or whatever. They're like, we can't do this. Like literally when we talked, we put this agreement together, it was 1200 bucks for a truck. Now we're getting quoted $2,500 for the same truck to do the same route. Yeah. And it was like all, and, and they sometimes just don't show up because somebody calls and offers them 2,600. Yes. <laughs> so he's like, I don't know how we're supposed to manage this right now. It's yeah. I, I hope that because we have had a year of experience with this, I, I'm hoping that the internet's off. I got it. Um, I'm hoping that we have some experience with this and we've been through it and that helps. I, I just like, Hopefully everybody ships properly or at least close to properly this year. Yeah. Because I, it's not, because it's not the first time. So, you know, um, yeah, because like that was also like, sometimes we had to send product to somebody too. And we were also, or we had to line up our own trucks to get product from somebody and it was a challenge. So I don't know what that's going to, what that's going to result in. But I know that if like the reason that became an issue most likely is because, well, again, COVID measures, maybe there wasn't as much, many trucks running at the start of the year, but, um, then when there's that 40% increase in, in jobs that are happening, then there's a 40% increase in material moving. Correct. And so then all of these, the capacity of the trucking industry is only so much, they're all filled up. And if they're filled up, then it's like, well, it goes to the highest bidder. What are you willing to pay for a truck? Yeah. We, we went down on live. We're going to go back up. And, and so we could be very well back to that again if the industry boosts again next year if it surges again then which which we think it is because i doubt the trucking industry went after one year of an anomaly in a pandemic went oh this is the new norm add 40 percent more trucks to the fleet nope <laughs> right and so unlikely that that's going to fix itself it's I think just may gonna... have added a couple and especially when what's the point if you have a truck yeah and you I can haul things for 100 bucks a load Yep. And now you're making 200 bucks a load. Would you add another truck to go back and make a hundred bucks a load again? No, but I'd run <laughs> two trucks for 200 a load. <laughs> if you knew it was still going to leave you in a shortage. Yeah. 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 I got that video up. We can go whenever you guys want, but okay. we're back up. So you got like the TikTok video? Yeah. Okay. So I'll set the, the context of it here a little bit once <clears> I get logged in here. So uh, the reason this came up is because of uh, who was the post here that was just like, who just made that post? It was like now, nowing, and now, now. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why I thought of this um, on TikTok. New England X or something. Eh? There's a video of a guy, and he's like, he's like, he's dressed in different costumes, and it's like a cut sequence thing where he's like, he's pretending he's talking to his class or whatever. And he's like, what are we gonna need, name this new tool? And the guy holds up a picture of a saw, like a handsaw, and they have this conversation about what to name the new tool. So go ahead and run the clip because it's very funny. Okay, here we go. Now, who had this thing? That was me. Did you come up with a name? I did. I thought we could call that a saw. Okay, well, see, that might be confusing because that's a conjugation of a super common verb that people use every day. I think it'll be fine. This will also be a verb too, by the way. It'll mean to use this tool. Well, okay, but what if someone sees the tool and then later wants to tell somebody about having done that? Well, then they'll have seen a saw. That's not a problem. Yes, but also they saw a saw. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and if they saw it in action, they saw a saw saw. Well, what's the big deal if someone saw a saw sign? You also have to consider if someone saws through a jar of salsa. Why would someone saw salsa? Well, I don't know, but that would mean that they saw a saw. Salsa. Well, I think it's a great name, even if someone saw salsa, salsa, salsa. You know what? I'm going to buy some salsa and saw salsa just to say I saw salsa, salsa. 
so good. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was really good. Yeah. So, anyways, that little comment from New England Deck Pros now, now, nowing. So that reminded me of that. It's so funny. That was a. Uh, when people say the word "seen," it drives me crazy. I seen someone. I seen that happen. Have you seen that new movie that came out? Right. But when you say have, then it's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah right? You just got to use it in the proper way. I know. So people, yeah. Have you saw that movie? Yeah. yeah. No. Nobody ever says that. Have you seen it? Have you? I, and it's okay. Every are you sawing it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I seen a movie the other day. It's like, mm, nope, you didn't seen it. <clears throat> Anyways. Next question. Next question. Government stimulus. Is that a question? Government stimulus? <laughs> yeah, there it is. See? You I just hear. read it as I wrote it. I didn't put any uh, more to that. Where I'm going with this, I guess, is this this COVID thing is obviously more than a two-month struggle. Um, so there was some this year. Government's kicked out some cash. Right. And so does that continue? There's so there's a government change in the states that may change what kind of packages they're putting out. But I'm part of a uh, board called the WRLA, Western Retail Lumber Association, and they've been lobbying the federal government to do um, like tax breaks, right? On, you know, kickbacks for renovations and yep. et cetera. And so they had lobbied the SAS party before the election. And during the election, during the campaign, the SAS party said they were going to do a, they were going to bring back a home tax credit, like a home renovation tax credit. Nice. And so that's now in place. Effective October 1st of 2020. Yeah. You can... What is it? 10% of up to $20,000. You can claim 10.5% of your renovation materials purchase up to a maximum of $20,000. So you so can get back $2,100 on your wow. renovation materials. That's yeah, pretty good. It has so, to be a permanent addition to your house. Like it can't be like furniture or something. But if you build a deck, build a garage. What if I screw my furniture in the floor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, a, yeah, well, no, I'm leaving is, that here when yeah, I sell it. Yeah, so. It's stuck. Yeah. The idea is like windows, siding, yeah. insulation, furnaces, decking, flooring, like future investment. Yeah. The idea behind it is to growth. stimulate the economy. Yeah. That's the idea behind it. And I think that that's such a great way to do it. So that like the WRLA has been talking about this for years and it used to be around. It was a great tax credit for the, as far as the provincial government's concerned. Yeah. Yep. I'd like to see the federal government do that. Yeah. So maybe the government stimulus packages or maybe the, like maybe the support by the federal government isn't like, here's a blank check, come fill this form out and we'll send you 30 or 40 grand. Mm -hmm. the, maybe it's like, we actually want to get the wheels turning. We need the cogs to move. So yep. the way we're going to do this is incentivize it, right? Well, and this is the reason that we didn't really talk about in the does the season grow next year, but it could as a result of these types of things that they put out there because this program, it's in place for two years. It'll be until the end of 2022. So you don't have to do it next year necessarily, but you have to do it in the next, either next year or the year after. Mm -hmm. So yeah. if you have a renov renovation project that's on your three-year plan or even your five-year plan and you can get 10% of it covered, 10.5% of it covered if you do it sooner or later, like that's, yeah. why wouldn't you do that? So build the deck, get 10.5% of it paid for yeah. by getting your taxes back on it. Like now, So why not? You, do you think you would, what, what would you do with that 10.5%? Would you buy better materials or would you? No, I would just save it. Just I, save it. Yeah, I would just Pizza Hut subscription. Pizza service. Hut what are they subscription. Doing? 
<laughs> yeah, I would just save it. Why not? You have an opportunity to save 10%. Yeah. Because it'll just come back in your tax return, right? Like mm -hmm. you won't get it till the, f the following spring or whatever, but, but I mean, it's going to be cash in your pocket at that point. So I like, or maybe people will choose to spend a little bit. Like maybe they were going to do lights, but they're not going like, I don't know if that'll yeah. happen. I, I feel like, cause at the time you still got to pay the bill, mm. like, right? Your deck's $18,000. It's not 16 today. It's $18,000 still today. So I don't know that it'll influence it. Uh, what people were going to do. Like, yeah, we're going to build a deck and get that credit, but you we're know, not going to go out and splurge now because of this. We should do, we should look into setting the timing on the finance it to land at the same time as the, like when people get their money back, when they get their taxes done. That's <clears throat> That would be a full year though. But if we were in the middle of next season, we could do like six months deferred or nine months deferred, right? Right. Through finance it program and then... You yep. don't have to pay until they actually get their taxes back. So. so who knows what else comes up? If the economy continues to struggle through because of what's happening with COVID or what's about to happen with COVID, then you might see more stimulus come out. I don't know that there's any money left to give <laughs> for the I federal government. Where would it come from? But in the States, you might see something, right? That market could, depending on their election, I don't know what each party's proposing, if they have specifics around a government stimulus, COVID recovery Grand thing happening, but if something were to happen, if uh, then that could that could certainly affect the industry mm -hmm. again. Yep, and positively, right? big time positively. Mm -hmm. And so the final thing we want to talk about today was what does this all mean for contractors day to day? Mm. The protocols that were kind of like there's never been like a formal protocol put in place to my knowledge in most markets to say like, hey, contractors. When you're going to somebody's house, here's what you need to do. Aside from the generalist, wear a mask, stay six feet away. There's never been somebody to say like, oh, the government has never encouraged, like do things this way, use more zooming, et cetera. But naturally now that this thing is kind of like here to stay this way of life, this way of doing things, at least for for the medium term. Mm -hmm. um, what does this look like for contractors? What do they have to change in their day-to-day -day business now? So, it, I mean, the old process was somebody calls, somebody emails, somebody books a meeting somehow you show up at somebody's house, you generally walk with the homeowner, sit down with them at their kitchen table, potentially walk outside with them. You're very in close contact um, communication for 30 minutes, 60 yep. minutes, more than two 15. hours. Yeah, like, exactly. Depends on the job. And so that's kind of not okay now. And so how do these guys now adjust that? What do you do? Well, some people that started this year were getting into doing, like saying like, I don't need to come to your house at all. We can do this all by Zoom meeting. I might have to show up at some point to measure. You don't need to be there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we can do the majority of this virtually. And so I'm sure that's going to continue. And we had some contractors that really like that. Because I was going to say, it's, it's, it's an efficiency for them. Way more efficient. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your two hour meeting about the color of your deck boards turns into 15 minutes. Well, people are prepared. Well, you eliminate the travel time too. And that too. <clears throat> right? Like if you have an eight hour day and you're doing estimates, you can do that's cute. four or five. Who has eight hour days? <laughs> but if you're just, if that's your job today, you can get four or five done. Yep. And if you're in a big, big city, you're probably not getting that done either. No, not So because all. with travel time, even a, like every meeting is like you're committing an hour and a half, two hours minimum to it. Mm -hmm. Correct. And so virtually like you eliminate the travel time, which is half it. Now you can get 10 done a day. Yep. Click next. Right. And right. you're like half an hour with that person then half an hour with this person. And like we did one at the start of the year with a, a couple that they, 
they basically took the phone out to the backyard, showed us everything we needed to see. Like there was nothing I, I, I was able to get all the information I needed from them. They happened to already have their measurements and everything too. So I didn't go measure. I just like, mm. it was, they were, they had their own contract or whatever else. So it wasn't like we were needed to like, it wasn't our responsibility to make sure the measurements are all right or whatever, but we were able to do it a hundred percent virtually on a zoom meeting. Nice. It was fantastic. And they can show you with their phone. Like they don't have to sit in front of a computer, do it on your phone. That way yeah. you can walk around and show like, Oh, this is here, but there's this big tree right here. And it's like, Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I just need to see it. It doesn't need to be in person. Right. Pictures not, or a zoom call works. So not in the beginning, right? Like not in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it, like I said, you can always run by there and, and have a double take at something if you need to. Well, it allows you to batch those measurements too, right? Like right. go yeah. out and do 10 measurements in a day. Yeah. Right. So I think that was a, that was something that came out of COVID that maybe should like, regardless of COVID, maybe that should stick around. There's <laughs> yeah. a few a, things that I wouldn't mind having stick around. Right. Yeah. Like people staying away from me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's one of my favorite things, man. I love how much room there is in a grocery store. It's like it'll be all these little circles to be like, yeah. stand here, exactly, That's excellent. Yeah, don't I don't need people like bumping into Al- me. Although I have not been hit okay. in the heels at Costco in months where right. like a cart has hit me in the heels. That hasn't happened in months. Slow walker. Slow. Yeah, that's your fault. It is not my fault. Maybe you should get some of those rollerblade shoes. I should. <laughs> Anyways, what were you going to say? It'll be 12 no, years from now. It's okay. 12 years from now, Wade will be screaming at people in the grocery store. Six feet, bitch! <laughs> He's going like, to wear a hula hoop everywhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> COVID was eradicated in 2024. What, what do you... <laughs> six feet! Um, anything, what else? What, what else kind of change for contractors or should cha- mate change going forward? So distance meetings, like Zoom meetings kind of thing. Um, what about the on-site actual work? So then you get there and there's no way to do that from a distance. That would be amazing. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know that the actual process of building a deck can be that much different. It's already fairly socially distanced, you know. I, like you and your crew, but you and your crew are fairly tight. But yeah, that's, road that's there in together. Your and yeah. So. Um, I was gonna say this might be another good thing that the customers can't sit too close and watch what you're, Holy smokes. <laughs> what you're doing. Right? I told a customer the other day was like, you can't. So we were doing a job for some people and he was outside with a tape measure measuring the spaces between boards for a cust- like, and I talked to our contractor and was like, how's it going? He was like, it's awful. Like he just sits there and watches while we put this stuff down. So I phoned the customer and was like, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't like, you can't be measuring spaces while the guys are there and you can't be on the yeah. deck watching them work because you're just going to piss them off and then they're going to want to get out of there so fast. They're going to do shoddy work to get out of there as fast as they can because Mm -hmm. they can't stand you. Yeah. So don't do that. If you want to like go out there at the end of the day and measure the spaces in the evening when they're not there, fine, do that. Then call me and we'll fix them. But do not be doing that in Mm -hmm. front of them. And he was just like, well, it's my deck and it's my money. And I was like, right. And if you want it to look good, yeah, then you got to give us a shot at doing it. Give them, (laughs) give them the room. Don't breathe down their neck because only thing that's going to happen is they're everybody in this situation is going to be mad. You're mad that they're working too fast and they're not doing a good job. They're mad that you're there <laughs> and I'm mad because you're both calling me. <laughs> right. It's, it's, and so like, it's the worst. Give them some room. Yeah. And even if they're night, like I've had jobs where they're, they were super nice. They weren't out there being nitpicky and shitty, Yeah. but it's just like, lady, I'm not here to have an eight hour conversation. I'm trying to work. Like yeah. if you'd like me to get this done, I can't be constantly mm-hmm. paying attention to your questions while I'm trying to do things. Like you want to come out and say hi and whatever. That's, that's fine. But don't hang around all day yeah. in the way. So 
And then the worst ones are the ones that are sitting there and, and think that they should be telling you how to do your job. And it's like, if you knew how to do this, you'd be doing it. You mm-hmm. hired somebody to do this for a reason. Yeah. You chose us for a reason. The guy was you a, believed that we could do the job. So let us do the job. Yeah. The guy who was an engineer, right? And not that I like, not uh, that I don't like engineers, but they're like, they're micromanagers. That's why they're good at what they do. Right. And right. so he was like, he and was talking have, millimeters and yeah. I was like, dude, they have unreasonable expectations. We're building in my it. Opinion. Yeah. Really? It's, right? They, yeah. Well, they design everything on paper all day. Of yep. course, everything fits together. Yep. Yep. You can't do that in real life. Nope. Yep. You sure cannot. So right. anyways, it was, it's so frustrating. Yeah. Because like, in a CAD probe, stuff. in a CAD program, a two by eight is one and a half by exactly. seven and a quarter. Exactly. Every, Every time. time. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> and they're straight. No forever. such thing as variance. Yeah, it's wild, right? And, and there's other stuff that you do. You're like, your accident. You have to hide things when you build. Not on, not because, like, not because, not because you're trying to anybody. hide things. Not because you're going to make the deck bad and you're trying to cut corners. It's just like, that's just the reality of it because the two by eights aren't all the same. You have to hide that somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're watching, I can't hide it because you're watching. Now you know to look for it. But if you're not there and it happens and you don't see it, yeah, because you don't know to look for it. Anyways. I think everybody, you ask any contractor what they do for a living, they're like, oh, I build decks, or I don't. And it's like, no, no, no. What do you actually do all day long? Though? Oh, I, I solve problems. Solve problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what a contractor is. You solve yeah. problems build all puzzles. day long because yeah. it, because nothing, it's not perfect. Yeah. You want to 3D print a house? Sure, that might be perfect. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're working with real materials and real people, and there's problems all the time. So, um, so there's no COVID protocols based on that rant that we just went on. Yeah. So Design Builder says, Design <laughs> That's Builders. What came out of that? <laughs> what came out of that was like, stay the F off my site. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we came up with two things, and both of them were quite beneficial to the contractor as well. It's like, it's mm-hmm. it, both of them are efficiencies and like less stress on the job. So, like, these are things the guys are going to try because they have to, and then be like, that actually is really good. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> what, what we should do, we should always is- not let people be out here watching. That's mm-hmm. what we should do go- from now. If, yeah, man, it's been way better than the last three jobs we're on. And they'll just, and I'll bet it. your customers are probably happier at the end of that too. Right. Cause they like, yeah. they don't have this like tension with the builder. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just like the deck is done and it looks great. Yep. Design builders says, uh, design builders has been doing virtual meetings with clients for a few years. It's changed our business model. We no longer do in-person visits. The response has been amazing. Yeah. Because you know what? People don't want to be bothered themselves anymore either. Not the customer, like mm-hmm. if they can do something without having to be somewhere at a certain time and meet a stranger and blah, blah, blah. like, I'm sure a lot of people are like, hell yeah. If I can do this from work at two in the afternoon while I'm sitting at my de- my office, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I can do this sitting at home and I don't have to worry about like somebody coming nope. over and what they like. And, that's great. And most honestly, people love that. Yeah. Nobody wants people showing. I don't know that nobody, but a lot of people don't want you coming over. So a contractor works all day and then shows up at your house at six o'clock or seven o'clock. Cause that works really well for them. Cause they've finished building. And it's like, it maybe doesn't work that well for you. Your kids have sports, which like those got canceled, but they'll, yep. there will be sport again. Right. So like, or you're having dinner or you want to visit with your family or whatever. And instead you actually have to have Mike on a bike, roll Mike in on a bike and, and start talking about how amazing he is. Right. And it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Well, and then even the odds of like, we know 
people are very familiar with like contractors miss appointments or they're late because of a million different reasons. But the odds of that happening when a guy's sitting at his desk all day, just doing dial in conversations, mm-hmm. like you've eliminated a lot of the things that cause a guy to be late or, or miss an appointment Correct. and much easier just to text and be like, Hey, I'm a little bit behind right now. Can we just move this meeting back 10 minutes? Then it is to, you know, and then it's probably fine. You're not the person on the other end is not out a bunch or whatever, but yeah. it's easier to kind of adjust things and, and yeah. not miss times, whatever. Cause then there's no, for again, there's no traffic. Yep. So your one meeting runs five minutes late. It means you're five minutes late, not yeah. five minutes plus all the travel time and yeah. whatever else. Yeah. Oh, there's traffic. Oh, there's an accident or oh, whatever. Yep. So yeah, I think uh, a lot of these things will probably be adopted long-term. So I'd like to see that. That'd be good. Would be very good. Bryce? Is that, that it? That was the last question That's we had. It? Do you have oh, any other I, questions? I, I got nothing. You wanted to fly by or no? Nothing. Nothing. I COVID got, of 2021. I General consensus, the Instagram machine was that it's going to be another booming year. And um, yeah, and production's still going to be down. That's what I think. Yeah. I think we're going to have a tough time getting stuff. Yeah. I think all of the manufacturers are running around pounding on their chest being like, we're working super hard and it's going to be great. I yeah. don't think that's going to actually happen. It's maybe going to be a slightly better, but we're still going to have some issues for sure. Yeah. So. Anyways, that's good news for all of us, I guess, that are in the industry. It's going to be boom next year. We'll see you next week. It's the ultimate deck podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site. Come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening.